Welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam storytelling podcast, where we share short stories, rough drafts really, based on a theme and given on a dare. Where are your hosts? Christina Kishbot and Cassie Soliday. It's that time again. Storytelling time. Storytelling time. I like that our episodes are just these like tiny little chunks. Me too. They're like easy to swallow and cute and you get a story plus like funny commentary. (laughs) And some creative conversation. Also that. Creative conversation on creativity maybe. A little bit. Yeah. Storytelling. That's the goal. (laughs) Anyway. That's the goal. Hopefully it's helpful. But I enjoy them. Yeah. It's like if two goofballs like us can write. Yeah. Then you can too. (laughs) Then you can too, so do it. Yeah, we call this writing, so whatever you are going yeah, to do, you can call writing too. Call any of it writing. Yeah. Um. So I dared you, if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. to write a story about running out of time. Yes, that is correct. Is it a death story? Uh, no one dies in it, but someone has already is dead. So yeah. I guess so. Dang it. <laughs> no, we that's good. About it it's and good. I forgot about that and I didn't even avoid it. I just went for it. Well, you know what? We all have our themes. Yeah. Blech. So, I'm kind of proud of this one, though. Good. I thought it was fun. I was like, how can I go a, a different route that you wouldn't expect with the theme running out of time? So, I can't wait to hear it. Let's do it. Cool. I wish my time was valuable. I've tried saying things like, oh, there's not enough hours in the night, or maybe next month, year, or millennia. Invitations come and I cannot refuse, for I will just be met with chuckles and the ever-judgmental statement, what else do you have to do with your time? You're undead. You have forever. Forever takes away the value of time. For as long as they make Star Wars films, I will keep watching them. For as long as Cirque du Soleil creates new feats of human strength and flexibility, I will be there to see it with a bunch of living drunks. For as long as the sun sets, I'll come out into the world and find something to do. I mean, what else is there to do when you have forever? But what I truly desire is to say no to things I don't want to do, to people I don't want to see, or to go to places I don't want to be. But when you have all the time in the world, and when people who don't have that luxury see that, they want to be the vampire and suck my freedom dry. But is it freedom? A constant loss of things I can never have? I have no bucket list. I have no dreams. Even after a thousand years, I can still go do all I want once the sun sets and the landscape has lost all its glow. Now I'm guilted into others' evening agendas. Even if If I had an undead on death day coming, I could make an unbucket list and people would be so supportive. Go. You have to go after your dreams. You must. Then I could really want something besides blood, besides to live among the shadows, along with their terrible sense of humor. Not a want, mind you. A necessity I must want in order to continue my forever. People pass through my life, friendships ever-changing, but me, I stay the same. I used to give my girlfriends numbers as pet names because there were too many Elizabeths, too many Astors and Ashleys to count. I lost track around 452 as they all blurred together, but I missed them all the same. You must be so wise having lived so many undead years, many an Esther would say, lost in the loving gaze of my undead black eyes. Wisdom comes from living, making mistakes, and having something to lose. Where's the excitement in the absence of that?
Walking the dirt roads of Ireland at night, I can't see the beautiful green landscape my old friends wrote about in their poetry, nor the cow dung I always seem to step in but never see coming. Sitting on the rim of the Grand Canyon stars are the only thing I can see on a clear night, and if I'm lucky, the moon lights up the rocks, but deep down there in the crevices is nothing but black. I can't see beyond it. I want to see these places during the day, to see Venice during the day instead of having to run from the rising sun as its rays shine across the waters of the canal that will one day swallow most of Europe whole. I can't see the future, but I'm sure it'll happen as much as the water levels rise every year. I'll be there, you know. I was there for the fall of Atlantis, too. People study that, study the world to learn about the past, just as I study the world as it changes. Because what else is there for me to do? These people, they look to solve their questions and hypotheses, and I'm sure I could answer them all. I was there. If only their meetings and work hours were at night and not during the day. That's an appointment I wouldn't decline or reschedule. I want it so badly. Want. I guess I do have some things to still want. That's a nice feeling. But the guilt of not having done it when I was alive stings. Ta-da! Mm, mm, Irish vampire! <laughs> Wait, but then you're in Venice. Yeah, a jet-setting vampire. Jet-setting vampire. Yeah. You can go anywhere, it just has to be at night. Um, that was super cool. Thanks. I love it. That's it. I love that kind of shit. At first I thought he was a ghost, and then you were like, started talking about sucking blood, and I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Vampire. Yeah. Are ghosts considered undead? No. Okay. Because that was one thing. Because I was like, little things, details will mm-hmm. envision this character that's talking. No, because the undead has to have, is corporeal, right? I think so. Like, it's I didn't ass. even look it up. I was just going off of vampires are undead. <laughs> I should have. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think know. ghosts are considered undead. I think they're yeah. just dead. I think so. Yeah. But I loved it. I think it kind of, like, sparks a lot of... I mean, I love this kind of stuff. Like, people who have to live it forever, or, like, people who, like, are out of time, almost. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of a vampire, like, having problems with the fact that work hours are during the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. But what made you, like, do this one? So... Last night I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote like three pages in my little journal trying to figure out what I was going to write for this uh, theme. And basically, um, like I said last week, I, I wanted to do something unexpected with it because it'd be mm-hmm. very easy to write any character running out of time. And in reality, like there's not enough time for any of us. But like, like you were saying, like it's always interesting what like a character with all the time in the world, like, what the hell are you going to do? Like, Doctor Who is established Mm -hmm. on that, right? It's just interesting that, like, you could, you have time (laughs) to do whatever, so what is there that you really want? And um, so I kind of just went from there. And also playing on the idea that, like, you know, we as the living who have, have limited time keep giving it away to people who just want it. Mm -hmm. Like, they just want the comfort of being around other people and you're like, I just, I don't want to do any of those things, you know? 
right now I just kind of want to like be invisible and not give my time to anyone so it's kind of like writing with that in mind except putting it into this character it's interesting too because it seems like based on what you wrote that in this world vampires have a very um, full social life yeah they're often seeing one another <laughs> in social Well, settings. I figure that's what the, what the living drunks uh, note was. Like, right, right. He's surrounded by living drunks, like, when he goes out to, mm-hmm. like, see Cirque du Soleil, mm-hmm. like, among Las Vegas and stuff like that. So I've seen the person, like, because sometimes you encounter people who you don't really know, but they're like, you want to go do this, you want to go do that, and you're like, I don't, I barely know you. Mm-hmm. But, like, some, it's fun to get to know people that way, but sometimes it just, it's like a living vampire sucking your time oh, and totally. energy. Or what are they called, like, energy vampires? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. I, I forget the word, but. Totally, yeah. <sighs> so, is his energy vampires uh, humans or also other vampires? Humans. Oh, Yeah. Okay. See, like, there was a lot, because this is, like, honestly, this is, like, the second draft, because the first draft was, like, one page, and this is two. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, w- I went through and was answering all these questions as I was, but it just kept making more questions that I would need to answer somehow. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of logic checks that I would need to work out like that and um, and play with. I think it's super fun, though. I could see it as, like, he could be the... Anti-hero in a story. Yeah. Also, I was picturing a woman until you said girlfriends. I was too, actually. And then I was like, why do I? Why does? Why can't this female vampire have four hundred fifty girlfriends? Mm-hmm. But then it became clear that I was a male vampire. Right? When? Oh, maybe not. I mean, I left the gender un- undeclared. But when I started writing it, it was female, just because I'm female. And then with the girlfriends, it sounded better than boyfriends. And I get to write Elizabeth, Esther, and Ashley. And I, <laughs> and I thought it was kind of funny, too, because I was going to say so many Ashleys. And I'm like, I have a couple of friends who are Ashley. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if my name was Ashley, that would be the last mm-hmm. thing I want to continuously see is, like, all the Ashleys in the mm-hmm. world. Like, you're not unique. So I was like, you know what? Let me uh, kind of pin that back a few generations because Esther was a huge name in its time yeah. and Elizabeth is oh. continuously a huge name. So I feel like there's a lot of fun in in this idea that I could expand on with little, little commentaries like that because, like, the things we deal with, I feel like, like, in terms of, like, uh, everyone wants a piece of you in your time. Like, there's a version of that in every time period. Right, Like, we act like it's so new, like, oh, we're so busy on the go. Like, you know, I'm sure that Jane Austen was really busy on the go as well. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, it's not special to us. (laughs) Yes, I agree. And, like, did you see, this is, we can cut this out. Did you see the Alexa commercial? No. At the Super Bowl? No. It actually, like, deals with that, where they're like, what did we do before Alexa? And then, like, they go into different time periods, and then, like, in, like, Greece, it's like, Alexi, will you please, it's like a servant, <laughs> will you please go turn on the light or whatever, and then, like, uh, like, in, like, just different time, and, like, there's a person or, like, a person doing <laughs> a person named Alex or Alexi or A or uh-huh. Alexis or something like that, and it's just, like, really funny. That's awesome. It was really clever. But it's the I same like idea. It, yeah. yeah, it's the I'll same look idea. That, up after this. that we what did we do before this thing? We were doing the same thing. We mm-hmm. were just doing it in a different way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. But but I love a vampire and I love a 
a sexy vampire mm-hmm. and a jet setter and a vampire who also like thinks that they know all the life secrets. <laughs> yeah. But can't seem to get into the room where it happens because everyone's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Because that, that was like one of the ways I was like, why can't, why can't they have what they want? Oh, because the work hours are not at night. Yep. <laughs> and it's also commentary on like, why can't we have different hours, you know, that's set up by past times, Ooh, you yeah. know, like our, our hours are kind of determined by what the farmers used to use in a mm-hmm. way, you know, but there's earlier, of course, but. Well, our hours are also like, they kind of like go against how we live our life. <laughs> Because we can't go to the doctor without taking time off of work because the doctor's only open when we're at, at work. work. Yeah. We can't go to the DMV without taking time off of work because the DMV is only open when we're at work. Isn't that crazy? Like, the things that we need to do to take care of ourselves and, like, keep ourselves as, like, um, upstanding citizens of whatever community mm-hmm. works against our own work schedules. Yeah. So I always think that that's hilarious and that we are so dumb. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a solution for this, there, this no. by, by not, any means. But Anyways, but just great. thoughts. Cool. It might be a, a, a fun vehicle for random opinions I have. There you go. <laughs> so I really like this one. I'll definitely come back to it at some point. We should have a season where we just go back and do revisions to our favorite That'd stories. That would be cute. So, normally, I would dare you to write something next week, but we have a guest. Yeah, our next episode's with our guest. Jessica Hurd. Jessica. Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, our actor friend, Jessica. Uh, You will adore her. Yeah, and she'll tell us a cute story. Mm Mm-hmm. She's been working hard on her story. She's ready to share it. Yay! Can't wait. All right. Well, I guess we have a week off. We have a week off. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> I don't want to give any of my time to nothing. Even if it's our own project. I keep touching your knee. I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>